kids are back at school. We're very lucky here in the Northern Territory that we are the only jurisdiction where our children are still continuing to physically go to school. So many other areas are doing the homeschool thing, including my brother with his two young boys, and I'm pretty sure he's already reaching for the wine like so many other parents. It's important to keep our teens especially motivated and engaged during ISO. And joining me now is Paula Dunn, human performance expert and cognitive scientist. Good morning to you, Paula. Good morning, Mel. It's great to be on your show. Lovely to have you. Now, tell me, are you, like so many others, working from home at the moment? Oh, absolutely. But um, I, I guess, you know, like some of us who've worked in corporate in the past, um, having to work from home has been part of part of my um, career journey anyway. Mm. So, so it's been interesting. Yeah, and I guess um, I guess for lots of parents now, working from home coupled with mm. having kids at home, it can be quite challenging to make sure that our kids are motivated and engaged. Absolutely, absolutely, because, you know, obviously the parents have um, certain priorities that they need to, to, to face, you know, they've got, to, they've got to focus on their careers as well as making sure that their, um, their kids are uh, mentally sound and, and completing their homework and, um, you yeah, know, I, I do have a few friends who are parents who are struggling with uh, doing the, the dual roles at home mm. and, and are reaching for the wine earlier in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's just a coping strategy that perhaps we'll need to look at it a later date but right now it's not yeah, too bad so absolutely when we're looking at um at teenagers in particular yeah. during the best of circumstances they can be hard to motivate they can be mm -hmm. hard to engage with what are some mm. things that we can make sure that we're doing in this time to keep that um, connection there yeah, well, look, let's simplify behaviour into four, four um, simple, simple things. And actually, the rule of thumb is, I mean, a lot of us have grown up with the, with the idea that uh, treat others as we would like to be treated ourselves. However, when we're looking at motivating people and working out what drives them, it's more of a fact of looking at how, how we treat others is the way they need to be treated. So it, it's flipping the switch on the idea of treating others the way they like to be treated and that's the best way to motivate somebody. So that's the bigger picture. Now, when we drill down, it's, I like to simplify using um, birds, for example. So there's, there's four types of birds that we all tend to sort of... Um, Flock too, let's, let's so to speak. <laughs> okay. uh, so, so for, as a parent, um, the parents will, will exude a certain bird-like bird characteristic and so will their child. And generally speaking, um, a parent's bird, bird preference may potentially be different to their, to their child's bird preference. So this is where the conflict can arise. So, for example, um, if we take a bird as an, um, as an eagle, when we think of an eagle, they're kind of soaring high. They're very big picture. Um, they're very autonomous. They like, to, they like the power. They like the freedom. So, essentially, if you've got a team that's more, that exhibits an eagle-type characteristic, they like to achieve. Mm. So, you know, they're, they're pretty good in the sense that they're quite self-driven. Um, so, so they're the ones that will go, okay, what's in it for me? What do I need to do? So for a parent who's got an eagle teenager, the best way is, is to motivate your child as in what's in it for them. Mm. So you give, give them that sense. Reward so, driven. 
Awards-driven, absolutely. Whereas if you've got a, a parrot-style a parrot style teenager, if you think of a parrot, they're kind of playful, they're social, they're colourful, they're charismatic. And so if you've got a teenager that, that is that kind of sort of personality style, they're quite optimistic, they're very social and they're very expressive. So being isolated can be quite um, quite a downer for them. And they like to feel, feel needed and they like to feel appreciated. So if you do have a, a parrot style, it's about um, fostering that appreciation um, in that in that parrot. And, and again, for them, to motivate them is getting them involved in a social situation, whether it's... Um, so to motivate them as a driver, they need to be part of a who, a part of a tribe. So whatever that looks like for them, I would be fostering that. Oh, maybe a Zoom session with all of their friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um now, the, the, third, the third bird, if you've got um, as a team, could be a dove. So when you think of a dove, they're kind of like the peacekeepers. You know, they're, they're, they're really beautiful, like shy. They're harmonious. They like stability. They're very peaceful. And so these doves, the, if you've got a dove team, they're, they're more focused on um, stability. They're, they're more about not wanting to rock the boat. Um, and they want to feel accepted. So they're very people-driven in that sense of wanting to keep the peace. So again, these, mm. these people are more on, and these teens are more geared towards the how. So how do I need to do something? So they're, they're, that's their focus. Mm. Mm. And then the fourth one? The fourth one? Okay, so if you have an owl, an owl-type teenager, now when you think of an owl, they're usually these wise, wise, very articulate, um, you know, yeah, animals. And they're very regal and very logical. And so they really love structure and they love to demand respect. And these, these are the quiet achievers. These are the ones that, um, you know, may not say much, but when they do, it's very profound. You know, they always have something meaningful to say. And so, so if you do have a team that's, that's owl-like, they like things to be right. They need accuracy. They need structure. So, you know, if you're a p- parent that's more of a parrot, then, you know, you've got to, you've got to minimise the chaos and the, <laughs> and the excitement for the owl and make it more sort of structured and less pressured for them. Mm. So how do, yeah. how do we work out what bird we've got in our nest? Yeah, well, it's very interesting. Um, what I've done is because I'm a cognitive scientist, I use various profiling tools that actually help um, parents identify. Yep. Uh, yeah, identify what their their their, their teens are. However, um, for those that um, want a quick cheat sheet, um, I do have a free questionnaire that um, parents can can access through um, emailing me directly. But essentially, for the for example, you could ask your team or you, look, parents really know what their children are like, mm. okay? We know we know what gets them, what motivates them, what gets under their skin. So so some of the quick things would be, okay, so if your team's under stress, then are they the type that will internalise the stress or do they like to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it? Now, if they're the type that likes to talk about it, most likely that you've either got a parrot or a dove teenager, Right. Okay, so, so if they kind of tend to internalise it, they're more of an eagle and an owl. So that's one way to eliminate two of the birds. 
<laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I'm loving this. This is great. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's quite empowering because one of the things, um, one of the things I found. I mean, I I've, I had a U10 student that I uh, did a debrief on on the weekend, and she's a beautiful U10 girl, and her natural style is a parrot and an owl. So we have a combination of the two. Yeah, and so she, but her because of her current environment, she's she's flipped it and she's become more of a dove. So, <laughs> yeah. yes. So when you're when you're you know, when you're changing your own preferred style, when you're doing that over a long term, it can cause increased anxiety, and stress, and overwhelm um, in your teenager, which yeah. which which you don't want them to be in that environment because it reduces their learning capacity and their retention to learn capacity and their motivation to learn. Like you just think of yourself when you're in times of stress. Mm. Do you want to learn something new or yeah. do you want to sort of simplify everything and go, don't talk to me, leave me alone? That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so some examples like that. So another good example um, to, to see about your child, do they like to think first? Do they like to act oh. first? So <laughs> do you have a team that likes to just go off and do things and then you think, oh, my God, I can't believe they didn't think before they acted? Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Most likely, if if they're in that in that camp, they're either a parrot or they're an eagle. So if they're a bit more cautious and they kind of sort of want to think about things and sort of really are very methodical in the way they do things. Then most likely, you've got a dove or an owl <laughs> as a team. Now, Paula, if our listeners are now wanting to connect with you and get the cheat sheet and try to arrange an aviary that their teenage <laughs> birds are going to enjoy, what's the easiest way to do that? Yeah, the easiest way is um, is to send me an email at paula at knownlimitsconsulting, one word, .com.au or you can hop onto my website at knownlimitsconsulting.com.au. This has been very, very illuminating. I'm sure lots of parents are having light bulb moments right now and uh, can work out how they're ruffling the feathers the wrong way, as it were. I think so. Look, you know, behaviour is very complex, but I like to sort of make it simple so we can all actually have a win-win result. I love it. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Paula. Stay healthy. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Mel. (laughs)